by day, continuing steadfastly, with one accord in the temple, and breaking bread from house to house, they partook of their food with exultation and simplicity of heart, praising God and having grace with all the people. And the Lord added together, day by day, those who were being saved. Acts 2, 46-47 This week, we continue the series titled, A Vital Living in the Homes with speaking from Brother Andrew Yu on our having a daily church life in the homes by opening our living room, dining room, and even spare bedroom. This meeting was held in July of 2011 in Anaheim, California. A link to the full audio can be found in the episode notes. This kind of gathering is to encourage all of you to go on in the church life. And uh, uh, encouragement comes, number one, of course, from messages. And number two, it comes very much from testimonies. Um, one brother said, and it's very interesting, it's, it's, it's sort of um, even funny, is that uh, a message will move the heart but the testimony will move the feet and the demand will move nothing and the rebuke will move you backward. So, so I'm, I'm glad that we have many, many testimonies. Uh, testimonies, 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 testimonies are very important. In, uh, in, uh, in China years ago, before they even had the Bible, I mean, I'm talking about 30, 40 years ago. They can have testimonies for three hours, four hours, and the testimony themselves would turn people to the Lord, it would encourage people, it would help people to go on. So that's very important. Last week, um, a few of us were in Austin, and we heard a lot of very, very good, strong testimonies. Those testimonies are really wonderful. And sometimes the testimonies, they mean a whole lot more than the messages. And uh, um, if you have a chance, uh, listen to some of those testimonies. I think they are made available. I was actually trying to see if Tim C. can come, but he's on his way to Europe, so he he can't come. But um, there are some of those that are here from, from Austin. Who's, who's here from Austin? Raise up your hand and let me see. Okay, well, good. Well, uh, by the way, I'm interested uh, about one thing. Uh, I want to see who are married and who are not married. Um, those that are married, uh, raise up your hand. Let me see. Okay, those that, that are not married, raise up your hand. Okay. Wonderful. So, uh, when you're married, you have a home, and you need to open up your home. So, remember that. <laughs> I, I may want to share something more later. Um, it's very important that in the way we practice the church life, that we take the God-ordained way. And so, even for uh, us, uh, you younger ones, um, while you're participating in the church life, be very cognizant that 
we're here endeavoring, all of us, all of us endeavoring to practice the God-ordained way. Uh, there's, it's very wonderful that in the Lord's recovery, we have all these um, feasts, you know, annual feasts um, that release the Lord speaking to us, the high peak truths, um, all the riches that Brother Lee has opened up in the Word. Uh, and I'm telling you, it's very, very rich. And all of us are very blessed in the Lord's recovery. But there is another side. Uh, there is another side of the ministry, which is on the practice, on the practical side. And um, uh, it's something that is very, very precious. And uh, I told a few brothers, um, in recent years I have been having a lot of dialogue with Christian leaders. And invariably when they come to our midst, they're very, very touched with our practice. Very, very touched with our practice. Whether the practice here or the practice in um, the East uh, and in the Far East, they're very impressed by our practice. And um, I always quote this uh, example. I took a hang handograph to China. He, he came back, he sent me an email. And in that email, he said, I'll sum up my experience by three letters, WOW, W-O-W. And W stand for worship. O stand for oneness. And the second W stand for witness. Well, what he means is the way we meet, the way we're one, and the way we testify um, and speak for the Lord in our daily life. All of that is part of the God-ordained way. And um, to um, say a little bit more about this, actually, this is what a lot of Christian leaders today are really, really looking for because um, the traditional churches are dying. Um, the mega churches is, 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 is coming to a dead end street. Uh, I talk about this when I was in Korea. Korea was the place where the mega church movement started. And um, today, uh, in the last 10 years, the number of people going to church uh, decreased from 12 million to 8 million. That's 4 million people exiting the church. Well, um, there are various statistics uh, for this country. Some people say it's 8 million people that have left big churches. Some people say that as much as 20 million that are now no longer uh, attaching themselves to churches. It's a very big crisis. It's a very big crisis. And uh, for me to say it, you know, you won't be that impressed. But some of these Christian leaders, they, they're saying the Christian church in the West is dying. And then uh, one time, Hank Hanegraaff, he told me, he said, he said, it's not dying, it's dead. It's, uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's going closely after the footstep of Europe, the European, European Christianity. 
And uh, I can tell you stories after stories about that aspect. And then they uh, they are saying, what you guys, meaning us in the recovery, has to offer is something that really what Christians are looking for, what Christians are looking for. Now you say, what is it that is so wonderful about us? I'll tell you, uh, when you come to a meeting and everybody functions, that in itself is a miracle. It's, um, where, where, where do you find Christians that, that, that are able to do that? Uh, and then uh, when I took some of these um, leaders um, to visit Taiwan, to visit uh, different places, and then you meet bankers, and then they'll be eating with you and dinner, and then they'll be talking about what they enjoy over morning revival. Wow, what is that? And then you go and you have another time with some college students and they just talk about how they um, uh, came to the Lord one year ago and now uh, their whole family is saved, their whole room is saved, they got 50 people saved. I, I took this group, a whole group of pastors to Macau and uh, we were sitting in the bus and we had nothing to do because we were, the bus was driving. I said, hey, one of those young girls that was uh, sort of trying to help to direct the way. I said, why don't you give a testimony? And so she just jumped up and she said, oh, I was saved one year ago. And uh, I'm so happy. I uh, went back to my dormitory. I got all my roommates saved, everyone. And then I went back to my hometown and I got all my... Uh, family safe and I counted since this one year that I have been um, a, a believer of 50 or 60 people saved and she was just beaming, beaming with the Lord and then at the end she said I want to sing you guys a song so she, she started singing blessed assurance Jesus is mine and mine all these people who have been preaching to thousands of people Never seen a thing like that. <laughs> and uh, uh, Chris was in the East Coast last week, and he was talking to one uh, leader, really leader. You know, these people uh, um, connected to hundreds of thousands of people. And he was with, a, with us, and he said, at the end of two weeks, he said, I doubt uh, after this trip, if everything that I have done in the past uh, that I have built was built on the wrong basis. Um, so uh, there are a lot of uh, testimonies that I can give you along that line. Now, what, what, what are these people uh, impressed about? They're impressed about our practice, the way we practice the church life. But are we there? That's the problem. That's what I want to say. Uh, we're one step a- ahead of them, but we're not completely there. And that's what we're burdened about. And so for you young ones, I want you to step in and you take a fresh look of the Lord's recovery and you build on it 
and you move forward. You move forward. Of course, I'm talking about the God of Ding Wei because the God of Ding Wei is very much related to our um, our church life. But uh, the God of Ding Wei is based on um, uh, it's based on our vital living. You know, we have a proper. Well, you know, years ago we said we have an inner life. The inner life is for the daily life, and the daily life is for the church life. You know. And so if you don't have an, a proper inner life, you cannot have a, a good daily life. And if you don't have a daily life, then you don't have a church life. Church life is not a performance. You have to realize that. Church life is not a performance. The church life is just the outgrowth, whether uh, the outflow, whether you do it in the meeting hall, whether now we're very much... Um, uh, uh, emphasizing or encouraging that the church life be carried out in the homes, uh, whether it's in the meeting hall, whether it's in the home, it is, you have to realize, it is an outflow. It is an outflow. And so uh, one time I explained to this one Christian leader, I said, uh, it's very, very hard for you guys to look at us and try to duplicate it in your church. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. And I'll tell you why it doesn't work. Because what you see in our meeting is just the tip of the iceberg. And there's a lot of things below it to support the tip of the iceberg. And if you don't uh, go all the way to change the entire way that a Christian and the believers live, uh, then... uh, for you to try to change the outward way would be a performance. And it won't work. It won't work. And um, so, our inner life, um, uh, being healthy, normal, vital with the Lord, is the basis of our um, daily life. And uh, it is, in the Lord's recovery, uh, we should be the people that do not have two kinds of living. You know, in in Christianity for thousands and thousands of years, you know, when Sunday morning comes, then they dressed up and they're another person. Then Monday to Saturday, then they're a the different person. You know, the, it, the, it's, it's, it's a church-going religion. But uh, when you look at the Bible, there's no church going on Sunday. There's no such thing. People don't have that consciousness. It's either you're a Christian or you're not a Christian. It's all in the daily life. And so um, when we talk about uh, getting into the Word, it's in our daily life. When we talk about preaching the gospel, we're not talking about just having some events, some um, meeting. You know, all these four things um, of the so-called God or the the begetting, the nourishing, um, the building up, or the, or the teaching, and then the building up. It's all to be done, number one, for everybody, and number two, in our daily life. It's not, you know, Christianity has made all of these things a kind of a meeting uh, or a kind of event, you know. All right? Uh, gospel. What is gospel? Gospel is when you have campaign big gathering, you know, uh, a lot of working up. It's an event. 
then what is uh, nourishing and teaching? Nourishing is conduct some classes, you know, uh, to have some kind of education, training. And what is uh, teaching? Well, teaching is conferences, you know, uh, trainings and all those kind of things. And all of that is just a a kind of uh, a, a kind of ch- uh, church life, you may say, or a kind of practicing church, aside and apart from our daily living, and and then when it and then when it becomes bigger and bigger, it needs to be more and more professional, because if you're not professional, you can meet the big crowd. And uh, I I was in a meeting in Pasadena, a very small church. And it's only about 30 people. I said, uh, even with this small number of people, when I stand up or when you stand up, you have to straighten up your shirt a little bit and then, <clears throat> then you start talking. <laughs> when you're in the home, you don't need to do that. Do you need to do that when you're talking to your wife like you talked this morning? No, you don't need to do that. <laughs> well, I'm not saying that you're wrong. You did a wonderful job, but, uh, that's 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 not Monday to Saturday. That's not your Monday to Saturday. Uh, I'm not I'm not saying that you're pretending, but I, I'm saying that's not your Monday to Saturday. What what is your Monday to Saturday? You know, and so when we talk about beginning preaching the gospel, you know, I I I I, I have been repeating and repeating and repeating these three things of what Brother Lee is very much striving. To help all of us to get into the first thing is to work the truth into the saints, work it into their saints, so that they would love it and get constituted with it, and uh, for all levels. You know, last week I was in Austin, and uh, Phil Bradley is he here? He stood up and then he said, "Now they're trying to get all their college students to uh, read the Bible." Uh, in a um, in a program way, uh, in a structured way, and uh, all of them uh, have gotten into uh, this grouping together and and to read systematically uh, through the Bible. Well, uh, that's wonderful. If uh, all of our college students would uh, would do that. Uh, in their four years, finish the recovery version, finish the life study. I tell you, there's something about the ministry that if you really study it, it will change you. Yeah. It will change you personally, and it will change your church life. And so I have great confidence, not just in the books, you know, sure, I have great confidence in the books, but if the books are just the books and it doesn't get into you, uh, then it remains the books. And I know a lot of people out there. Bible for America has done a great job distributing Bible. Living Stream has done radio broadcasts. A lot of people are just hungry, just get into the Word, and they just appreciate the Word so much. Uh, I know. I know it changes people, and I know it changes saints in the recovery too. But it's you have to get into it to 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 make it change you. 
the major change, like like the Psalms that we're we're getting into. You know, you pray, read it, you study it, and then now we come up with this small pocket-sized version that has all the life study, every single one of them of Psalms in it. And uh, I don't know how many of you have bought it and have read through every single life study message. I, I'm telling you, if you read it, it will change you. It will change you. It changed personal. It changes personally, and it change change our church life. So that's the first thing that we're all very very burdened about is to how not just to give good messages, but how to work the truth, work the truth into the saints. And all of us have to be burdened for that. When we get new ones, we have to oh, think of any kind of way of how to get the recovery version into their heart, the um, life study into their heart, so that they will pick up an interest. There is, it is possible, listen, it is possible uh, to be interested in the Word of God and in the ministry. It is possible, but it takes some work. That's the first thing, to work the truth into the saints. Then, to work the church life into the homes. In other words, the moving more and more and more and more of what we call the church life into uh, operating in the homes so that the homes would not just be become our own castle, our own city, but that the homes would become the places where the church life is conducted. And, you know, of course, the church life in Acts, it says you have the apostles' teaching, you have the apostles' fellowship, and you have the prayer, then you have the breaking of bread, and if you read the footnotes, the first two things has to do with the apostles. In other words, it has to do with something transcending the locality. It has to do with the whole body of Christ, that we all participate in the same apostles' teaching, like coming here to the training. You know, we all receive the same kind of teaching, and we all are in the same kind of the apostles' fellowship, the one common fellowship. You don't have a you know, uh, Russia Fellowship or Europe Fellowship or Africa Fellowship, we're all in the Apostles Fellowship. Those are universal uh, constants. But then we need to have the prayer and then the breaking of bread and then all of those are in the local churches and the local churches are in the homes. Are in the homes. So in other words, uh, we need to uh, Simeon opened up his home, not just to say, I open up my home for <clears throat> people to come and have a meeting once a week. Um, that's good. That's better than nothing. But uh, um, I say this. Uh, you open up your living room, you open up for a meeting. You open up your dining room, you open up for people to come and be part of your life. Then you open up your bedroom, not your own bedroom, but your spare bedroom, and get the young ones to live there. Then you really open up, you know. Um, and, uh, uh, and you say, whoa, I never heard of that. I only heard about opening up, up my home at most 
my refrigerator and my di- <laughs> dining table. Well, I'm telling you this, that uh, you know, when Brother Lee was um, building up the church in Los Angeles, he helped every home to open up to have people to live there. And uh, Emmanuel, uh, uh, how come your tag is Elizabeth? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what was I saying? Okay. <laughs> okay, Emmanuel. You know, your parents, when they grow up, uh, I mean, when, when you grew up, uh, or even earlier than that, they grew up in corporate living. They grew up in homes where there's five or six people living in together. And somewhere along the way, we lost that. Some, somehow, we just closed off all our bedrooms. So now, uh, and then after we close off our bedroom, we start closing off our dining room. And then after we close up our dining room, we start closing up our living room. And after years, talking, 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 and uh, now finally, some homes are willing to open up their living room, you know. And then some more homes, and I saw quite a number of them last weekend, they're willing to open the dining room. And so when I say you need to open up even the bedroom, some people open their eyes, what are you talking about? Okay, well, I'll get the... I'll get to that later. But uh, let, let me just finish this. We got to work the truth into the saints. We got to work the church life into the homes. And then we got to work the gospel into our living so that we become people that are preaching the gospel uh, in our daily living. And that's what I say that really impress our friends in Christianity. Um, they train people to go to seminaries, to to preach the gospel, and to do this and that. But uh, when they come to us, they see every one of us is able to speak something about the Lord and speak something to bring people to the Lord. I I say, you know, to be fair, they see more of that uh, when they went with me to China. But it's 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 also true. Here. Thank you for joining us today. To hear the complete recording and other messages, please visit livingtohim.com. If you would like to receive regular updates from us, please subscribe to this podcast and join our mailing list on our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, where our handle is at Living to Him.